Hey guys, it's Simi, and this is Brussling Unlimited, as it's Friday, and tonight was Friday Night Smackdown. Of course, tonight's Friday Night Smackdown does go. I think it was a pretty good show. I wouldn't call it great or anything, but I liked a lot of things that did take place on tonight's Friday Night Smackdown. As far as building towards WrestleMania, we finally got that face-to-face -face with Cody and Roman. We're going to find out next week who's going to challenge Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. More build for Ray and Dominic, Bobby and Bray, and so much more. But again, this is Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and this is our SmackDown review. <clears throat> you can watch it live, twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited, or watch it on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash Unlimited. <clears throat> or if you are watching live, you can help us out a couple of the different ways. You can either help us out on Twitch by hitting that donate button down below or donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can subscribe with a tiered subscription or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime or have access to anybody's Amazon Prime account, whether that's your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your grandma, your grandpa, your auntie, your uncle, then you have Prime Gaming and Prime Gaming Gives you, well, free games, free stuff for games, and one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you did right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Also remember, you can help us out on YouTube by becoming a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access podcast episodes, early access non-news videos, and so much more. Also remember to head over to patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited as well. And finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Whether you're buying a new game, whether you're buying an old game, whether you're claiming one of the free games or getting bucks for Rocket League, Fortnite, and Fall Guys, use this code right here, PWUnlimited at checkout, and you will be supporting us at no extra cost. It only takes a couple seconds to type in the code PWUNLIMITED, and you're supporting us right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And if you're claiming the free games, it doesn't cost you anything at all. Because you're not spending a dime, a penny, a cent. But as far as SmackDown itself does go, SmackDown opened up with Roman Reigns and the Bloodline. Well, most of the Bloodline. That's going to be an overarching story for this entire show. Electric crowd and electric segment. I really like this. So out comes Roman, Heyman, Solo, and Jimmy. Make their way down to the ring. Roman grabs a mic. And he says, Washington, D.C., acknowledge me. And as soon as he says that, we hear, dong, dong. Pro wrestling has more than one royal family. Adrenaline in my soul. And out comes Cody Rhodes. Great reaction from the crowd. Cole notes that this is the first time Cody Rhodes has appeared on SmackDown in seven years. Well, I can get even more specific on that. This is the first time Cody Rhodes has appeared on SmackDown since April 26th, 2016. On that night, he was playing the Stardust character and lost a match to Apollo Crews. Yep. Cody as Stardust lost to Apollo Crews on April 26th, 2019. Maybe it was 28th. Uh, it was a Tuesday night SmackDown. I can't go that far back on my calendar. It's going back years. Anyways. <clears throat> Anyways. Cody makes his way out. Crowds erupt into a loud Cody chant as he gets in the ring with Roman in the bloodline. Contrary to what Paul Heyman told Reigns, Rhodes is there to talk about his WrestleMania opponent one-on-one, man-to-man. 
Rhodes felt like the rest of the bloodline didn't even be out here because they're not relevant in this story. And Rain says, you know what? Wise man, leave. Are you, are you sure, my tribal chief? Are you sure, my, my tribal chief? Yes. So, Solo, Jimmy, Paul, they all leave. And it's just Roman and Cody. Fans actually applaud Roman sending away the bloodline. <clears throat> Roman says, before we get started, you might not like this, but I'm going to do something. Takes both belts off his shoulders, pops one down, pops the second one down, makes, his lead, makes a line between he and Cody. Fans start buzzing. They're like, Ooh, what are we about to see? Ooh, what are we about to see? Reigns or Rhodes notes that it's an impossible mountain to climb. And that, Ro that Roman has been champion for over 900 days. And he gives the exact number, but I don't remember exactly what the exact number is. And Roman's like this. And the crowd's booing. Boo! He said that he's always been second fiddle. Always thought of as the lesser guy. He was the understudy to Randy Orton. He was stardust. But he always defied those odds as being the understudy to Randy Orton. As being stardust. He and his friends drawing over 10,000 people to their little indie show. They'll call back to All In. Fans applauded that one. They knew what he was talking about there when he said, they said that we couldn't draw 10,000 fans to our little indie show. But we did. Rhodes pointed out that defeating Reigns isn't impossible for him. And the fans loudly started chanting for Cody. Reigns started to laugh. He congratulated Cody for practicing his speech all week. He said, that's a good one. That's a good one. Reigns pointed out that the WWE title, or pointed at the WWE title, said, you ever fought for that? I don't think so. Your main event at WrestleMania? I don't think so. Vi? Yeah, I've done it all. Multiple times. That makes me the ultimate WrestleMania main eventer. He said, I? I was bred. I was groomed for this by my father. You know who else I was groomed for this for? By your father. He's like, I've been groomed for this since I was a child. <clears throat> Frank says that he doesn't. Have a bad thing to say about Dusty, though. Not at all. And he praises Dusty Rhodes for his guidance and his great advice. Reigns even did his best Dusty Rhodes impression, which wasn't that all bad. Reigns added that Dusty always told him, you got it. You got it, kid. You got it. They can't take that away from you. He's like, Dusty always talked to me about having it. But you know what he never mentioned? You. Your name never came up. In his, out of, or never came out of his mouth. He goes, but again, I'll never talk bad about Dusty. I miss Dusty. We all miss Dusty. Reigns promised if there is something Dusty didn't teach Cody, well, Reigns will teach him that at WrestleMania. Reigns then, well, will win in for a handshake. Rhodes realized that he was not playing on the same field as Reigns. Maybe Reigns is the son that Dusty always wanted. Rhodes says that he needs to beat Cody. For Rhodes to matter and exist, he must complete the story and beat Roman. And they shook hands and ended the segment cordially. No bullshit. No, oh, Bloodline came back and attacked Cody. No, none of that. Which leads me to believe that in storyline, Roman is at least half-ass taking Cody serious as a challenger. Not the, oh, yeah, we can screw with you like we screwed with everybody else. No. He's taking Cody serious. Maybe that's because his respect for Dustin or Dusty, not Dustin, Dusty, or just because he knows that 
and Cody is a actual threat, and Cody ain't gonna get bothered by the Bloodlines games. But I really, really enjoyed this segment. This back and forth was great, and I can't wait for more. We got five more SmackDowns, five more Raws before WrestleMania, and so that's gonna be very interesting as far as how they continue to build this. I don't want them to touch. Maybe that final one they accidentally touch or something. That final Raw or that final SmackDown. But I don't think they should touch much if more than just one spear, one disaster kick, one Superman punch. Maybe Cody's going for a disaster kick on, on Solo and Solo moves and he hits Roman by accident. Kind of like what happened when Sammy accidentally speared Jay. Next up, we had an eight-minute match that saw Rhea Ripley defeating Liv Morgan. Ripley and Morgan had a fun little opening match here, and I was hot for it. I will say that. And God, is Rhea Ripley like the ultimate, not just female wrestler, pro wrestler right now. Rhea Ripley may be one of the best overall in the world right now as far as her on-screen presence, her charisma, her confidence, her work in the ring and out of the ring. It's just, she's the total package right now, maybe better than almost anybody. Like, there's not many running on a level of Rhea Ripley right now. Like, nobody. Except for maybe, like, Roman, Cody, Okada, maybe MJF. But even he's to me, has fallen a little bit recently. So Morgan hits a dropkick early right out of the gates for the early advantage. Ripley briefly took over, but Morgan fired back with a middle dropkick. Morgan then hit a suicide dive, but Ripley knocked her down in midair. Ripley then cut a promo on Charlotte Flair as we cut to the break. She's like right into the camera, not on the mic or anything, but she's like just talking crap about Charlotte right into the camera. And this is great. This is just perfect healing it up. Rhea came off as a monster threat against um, Liv Morgan tonight. As they come back, Ripley continues to dominate Morgan. Morgan did avoid a back suplex and caught Ripley with a Hurricane Rana. She followed this up with a second rope code breaker for a close near fall. Ripley uh, countered an oblivion. Morgan then fought back with an Enziguri. Morgan leaped off the top rope, but Ripley caught her in a powerbomb. Ripley then hit the Riptide and locked on an inverted cloverleaf for a submission victory. They've really been pushing the submissions with Rhea, so I don't know if that's the route they're going to go with having her tap out Charlotte at Mania or what, but... Another big, decisive, great win for Rhea Ripley, who, again, is just on a level that many are not on in the world right now in pro wrestling. So we're going to the back, and we're in the locker room of the bloodline. Roman asks Jimmy, what's going on with your brother? Where's Jay? What's going on with that? And Jimmy's like, hey, Jay's a hothead. We all know that. Jay sometimes needs time to cool down. Jay needs time to think about stuff. He just needs time to calm down. And Roman's like, yeah, we've gotten a lot of time, and I'm losing my patience. Jimmy's like, I understand, I understand. I will talk to Jay. Roman's like, no, you don't get it. I'm not just losing my patience with Jay. I'm losing my patience with you not figuring this out, not getting this handled. Jimmy's like, I understand. We'll call him right now. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go make a call. Say you better. Like Roman's done. Again, Roman sees Cody as a threat. And he needs the bloodline at 100% because he thinks he needs the bloodline for Cody probably. And not just three quarters of them. He needs all of them. 
get the progressive match flow of the week. It was Dominic taunting Ray to attack him and hit him last week. Santos Escobar <clears throat> then approaches Dominic and Rhea in the back. He thinks Ray should have punched Dominic right in the face last week. Escobar went to Adam Pierce. He got a match made. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight for your father's honor. And if you're the man you say you are, you will meet me in the ring. I'm gonna go out there right now. And again, if you're the man you think you are, I'll see you out there. Escobar also called Rhea mommy and made a little kiss your face at her. And they walked away. Next up, we had an eight and a half minute match. It was Dominic Mysterio defeating Santos Escobar. Solid match. It was really good. I liked it. So a lot of this match was how Escobar's got the mask of Rey Mysterio that he respects because of the legacy and all that. And he kept trying to show it to Dom saying, hey, this mask right here, this legacy provided everything you have right now. And so at one point, Mysterio escaped and lured Escobar out of the ring. He tossed him around a ringside and hit a dive as it went to a break. Mysterio was firmly in control coming back, setting up for a 619, but instead, he uh, choked Escobar with the middle rope. Mysterio yelled at Escobar about respect, respecting his legacy, and pointing out that Ray's mask was over in the corner. Escobar then recovered and hit a tilt or whirl into a leg drop. Both guys hit the ropes and collided in midair. Mysterio slows everything down and got to his feet and blatantly pulled out brass knucks, to, and the ref was distracted with this. Ripley then pulled Escobar out behind the ref's back and hit the riptide. Mysterio then hit the frog splash and picked up the victory again. Needed help from Mommy, though. After the match, Dom grabbed Ray's mask that he had given to Escobar, and he's in the aisle way, and he's just ripping it up and ripping it up and ripping it up. Finally, they're ripping it up, walking backwards up the ramp when Booyaka Booyaka 619, Booyaka Booyaka, Ray Mysterio, Booyaka Booyaka, Ray makes his way out. And Ray's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And Dom's like, oh, it's you? Hit me. Hit me. You gonna do it? You gonna do it? Ray won't do it. Ray won't do it. He's like, yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. He throws the mask down. He goes, there's a damn mask. He goes to walk off. Ray goes to pick up the mask. Dom comes back. Boom. Blindsides him. So we get it earlier today. Sami Zayn was walking around with the fans. He said he knows his match with Solo tonight is about sending a message and not just winning. Zayn says he has a message and he's going to send it. I guess we said he sent it. Then we got a segment that leads me to believe that we may not be getting just a one-on-one -on -one match for the IC title of WrestleMania, but a six-way. Now, we'll talk about this. They're trying to build up to one challenger, but maybe we don't get that next week. The segment starts, and McIntyre's in the ring, and he says he wants to go to WrestleMania, and he knows how to do that, and there's somebody he wants to fight, and that's Gunther. Sheamus also comes out and says basically the same thing. Then this turns into your typical, all these different guys want the same thing segment in WWE. More and more and more and more and more people start coming out. We got LA Knight. We got the New Day. We got Karrion Cross. Everybody wants a match at WrestleMania, and they think the way to do it is to get to Gunther. So, like I said, Drew came out, calls out Gunther, and said Sheamus comes out, basically says the same thing. Sheamus was furious that McIntyre went behind his back to try and get this match when he knows all good and well that... um. Sheamus is the one that's been lobbying for this match. McIntyre told Sheamus the hard truth. 
and he got two title shots and lost twice. So you, you already had your shot. LA Knight then comes out, and he noted that you can't have WrestleMania in LA without LA Knight. Before he could say really anything else, New Day would come out, and they walked down to the ring. Kofi made fun of Knight for wanting a match at WrestleMania, which is weird. Why do they keep making fun of LA Knight for wanting a WrestleMania match? That just doesn't make sense to me at all. At all. So, give me one second here, guys. I need to just do something. Okay, I think we're good. So, Kingston correctly pointed out that Knight can't even win a match on SmackDown, so why do you think you need a match at WrestleMania? Out with then come Karrion Cross, who makes his way out with Scarlet. Cross caused a distraction, allowing Knight to attack the New Day. Sheamus then sent Knight, a, sent Knight to ringside. McIntyre and Sheamus looked like they were going to fight it out when McIntyre then hit a dive, wiping out everybody at ringside. Cross then jumped Sheamus from behind, clearing the ring. Cross being the last one standing in the segment. All these guys want the same thing. Gunther at WrestleMania for the IC title. So then we got something here that I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not sure about. Earlier today, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler were brawling with Natalia and Tegan Knox in the back. During the fight, somehow, Ronda injured her arm. Due to Rousey's injured arm, the tag team match is now off, and it's Knox versus Baszler. And I'm like, ooh, this is giving me Shotzi vibes from about a month ago. Remember when they did the whole thing where they slammed Shotzi's hand in a car door because she had a real injury that they were trying to cover up with a storyline injury. Hopefully, this ain't the same with Ronda. Ronda comes out with her arm kind of in a sling, a makeshift sling with her black belt. So Ronda the whole time, just like this. Just like this, the whole time. And as she's out there, doesn't even get close to doing anything physical. No interaction, no altercation, nothing. They kept Ronda to the side, which made me go, oh no. Match goes two minutes and Shayna wins like, decisively. But I'm worried. What if this is a real injury to Ronda? We don't know. No one said anything that I've seen. I haven't heard anything. They made it sound like Ronda may have a broken. I don't know. Michael Cole's like, she may have a broken arm, Wade. And I'm like, oh, don't tell me that. Because last time you did a backstage injury spot angle like this, it would cover up a real injury. Like, why would they be playing up Ronda of all people are hurt? Why wouldn't they do it to Tegan? Why wouldn't they do it to Natty? Like, Hurt Natty again or something. You know what I mean? To get the singles match. To do it to Ronda? It's actually very weird. And to me, very concerning. Not much really happens in this match. But basically Ronda said that. Or she told Shayna before the match. Go get her arm for an arm. And that's what Shayna did. She took her out. She knocked her out. She rocked her with a knee to the face. Locked on the arm bar. And picked up the submission victory. After the match, Noxie yelled that Baszler broke her arm as Natalia was checking on her. So then Kayla Braxton's in the back, and at first you could barely hear her, and they finally fix her mic, and she's like, my uh, guest at this time is the Intercontinental Champion, Gunther. Gunther and Imperium walk up, and Gunther's like, I'm very upset. I'm the Intercontinental Champion, and I don't have an opponent for WrestleMania. Adam Pierce, what are you doing? You got all these guys that want to challenge me, but you can't pick one? You can't make a challenger for me? I demand... But the disgrace ends now. You give me a match at WrestleMania. I'm the Intercontinental Champion. I've been the Intercontinental Champion for over 300 days. And I'm bringing prestige back to this great title. Cool. I like it. I think Gunther as a champion is 
fan freaking tastic. I'd like to see Gunther's the world champion one day. And one day soon. Then we got Bobby Lashley coming out. So Bobby comes out. And Michael Cole goes, whoa! It must really be WrestleMania season, Wade, because we got Bobby Lashley from Raw. Crazy to think, too, that uh, Bobby's been back since 2018. And this is the first time Bobby has appeared on a televised SmackDown since he returned in 2018. Now, he's done a few in the last year dark matches at SmackDown. He's had them with, I think, both with Austin Theory. It's been two or three. But very, very interesting that he's done nothing on SmackDown since returning all the way back in 2018. So Bobby comes out. They go to commercial and come back. They recap Lashley addressing Wyatt on Raw and Wyatt's Muscle Man Dance video playing. Lashley knows that Wyatt's not man enough to meet him face-to-face. So Lashley came to SmackDown to confront him himself, and he calls out Bray. Instead, though, from behind would come Uncle Howdy. Uncle Howdy jumps Lashley, and Lashley fought him off, hit him with a spine buster, and set it for the spear. As he was about to spear Uncle Howdy, lights go out. Lights come back on. Bobby's at the other side of the ring, but no Uncle Howdy. He gone, and Bobby's confused. Ooh, spooky magic. Spooky magic. Uh, Cuddy Flam says, when did she get hurt? In reference to Rhonda. Well, storyline we're supposed to think earlier today, but I don't know. I just hope it's not a real injury. Go to the back for more bloodline. This is good. This is really good. Jimmy said, I spoke with Jay on the phone. Roman's like, and? He says he still needs more time to think. Roman's like, excuse me? Think about what? All right, that's, that's not what he said. Jimmy goes, he actually told me to leave him the hell alone. Roman's like, excuse me? Excuse me. The bloodline's problems are all on Sami Zayn. But we need to get rid of Sami Zayn. Jay's going to come back. He's going to come back in a week. You know what? If he doesn't come back next week, I ain't going to blame Sammy for this anymore. I'm going to blame Jimmy. I'm going to blame Jimmy. He says that after Jimmy leaves to Heyman. Because, like, when Jimmy told him, hey, he told me to leave him the hell alone, Roman basically told him to get the hell out. Also, uh, woo-woo, Kyle Busch picking up the Truck Series victory. Gonna get that triple. Gonna get that triple. He's in the Xfinity race and the Cup race, too. Kyle Busch, check. 103 off the box for this weekend in Vegas, hometown boy. Kyle Busch, the 51, getting the win. So this then leads us to our main event. Solo Sokoa versus Sami Zayn in a 7-minute and 45-second match. So early on, Zayn jumps Sokoa. Uh, and Uso before the match even starts. Zayn dumps Sokoa and Uso at ringside. They follow this up with a dive, wiping out the heels. Uso causes a distraction, allowing Sokoa to wipe out Zayn. Sokoa then took over and tossed Zayn over the barricade. <clears throat> um, Sokoa then continued to punish Sammy and beat him down. Zayn tried fighting back, but Sokoa hit a Samoan drop. He follows up with a splash in the corner. Zayn fought back with a flying crossbody for a near fall. Zayn then set up for the blue thunder bomb, but Sokoa escaped. Zayn recovered and hit a blue thunder bomb after Sokoa missed a corner splash. 
Zayn then went for the Haluva kick, but Jimmy would pull Sokoa out of the way. Sokoa would then hit the small spike and pick up the victory, beating Sami Zayn. Yet, after the match, Sokoa and Jimmy beat down Sami and put him in the corner with a chair over his head. As Sokoa was going to go for the splash, Jimmy said, Whoa, 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 hey, let me do it. Let me get him. So Solo goes, have at him, have at him. But all this, you know, Jay or Jimmy getting emotional and taking his time, Sammy gets up. Sammy throws the chair at Solo. Sammy then goes to swing it at Jimmy. Solo knocks it out of his hand. Um, Zane then fights back and escapes through the crowd. In the locker room, Roman's watching with basically his hands in his head. He is so frustrated. He is so confused. He is so pissed off. He needs this to end. Because he's got another problem, and that's called Rose WrestleMania. So that was SmackDown. I thought a really good, effective show. And there we go. Bada-bing, bada-boom. As far as next week does go, it was announced that five men will be battling for an Intercontinental title shot at WrestleMania against Gunther, it's Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, LA Knight, Kofi Kingston, and Karrion Cross. We also do know that the team of Ricochet and Braun Strowman will be taking on the Viking Raiders. So all that has been announced for next week's Friday Night Schmuckdown. With that, guys, wrap everything up. You know what I thought? Now it's time to hear what you guys thought of tonight's show. As far as the polls do go, and remember also you can get a, your comment, question, or concern read live on the air with a super chat in the YouTube chat, or donating a live chat, or donating a hitting by hitting the donate button on Twitch, or with them biddies. As far as the polls do go, Come on, polls. I never want to refresh. Here we go. Now they're going. As far as the Twitch poll does go, 100% like SmackDown. As far as the Twitter poll does go, <clears throat> 69% likes the show. 21% thought it was just all right. And 8% did not like it. As far as the YouTube community poll does go, if it ever wants to frick a load, Come on. Come on. There it goes. 80% liked the show. 14% thought it was just all right. And 5% did not like it. Other person says 7 out of 10. Pretty solid show. This person says I liked it. And this person says this was more of a variety show than a wrestling show. Eh, I wouldn't say that. Oh, why are you getting a variety show? And as far as the YouTube live poll does go. Uh, 75% liked the show, 20% thought it was just all right, and 4% did not like it. Okay, Ballard, you're half right. He was skiing, not snowboarding. He's having surgery tonight on his leg. Chase Elliott, out. Josh Berry in the nine. Think I didn't know that? I knew that the moment it happened. It was revealed, like, that's something I, if it has anything to do with Hedge Motorsports, I'm on top of it. But with that, guys, 
that's going to wrap everything up here. We will be back on Sunday evening for AEW Revolution. That show should be really fun. Let me see something really fast. I think one of those matches got a stip change. Let me double check really fast because I saw something. I didn't watch Rampage. Didn't watch Rampage. But I need to see something really, really fast. Um, We could talk about this really quick. I think we got a Buried Alive match. You can probably guess who that's going to be with. Um. Yep. 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 Come on. Where is it? No. Yes. Here we go. Um. Jungle Boy said, "Quote: After everything you have done to me, there are going to be consequences." Grave consequences. Jungle Boy plans to put Christian in the ground during AEW Revolution, the final burial. So I guess that's what they're calling their, I guess it's a buried alive match. I guess maybe that's what they alluded to. I don't know. But I saw that right as I was going live and hadn't had a chance to actually look into it. So that's all it is. I'll look into it a little more. And if it is actually a buried live match, we will report it on the channel right here, youtube.com forward slash PW Unlimited. With that, Revolution Sunday. I'll see you then. Have a good one, guys.